0: Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight, Not This Rubbish, with Flaky Blakey. Blake and the
1: Pork. Blake and
2: the Pork. Blake and the Pork. It's Raiders Review, with Blake and the Pork.
0: Hello and welcome to Raiders of View with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake, and this is the podcast, formerly known as the third most Raiders but popular Raiders podcast on the internet. Coming, there's to no you one podcast. more
3: Raiders than this podcast, mate.
0: There's no, nothing there's, more Raiders. Nothing more green. Uh, it's coming to you from the filthiest story and buried somewhere in the Bowser Civic, the re- uh, the location of which we will never reveal. Will we, Blake?
3: No, no, no. Which is and good. The, and, we will never and, it does sound like we've relocated to an Avery as well. So that will throw yeah, people. It will, it will. Unless, unless but, well, we, I've just decided to put a canary in the filthy story because I'm worried about gas leaks.
0: Well, and there could be. If the canary survives in this filthy pit, then anyone can survive in it. But I think the canary will die before the end of the thing. Um, and we're brought to you with a very dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Camberator's number one fan forum on the internet, get online and get engaging, as well as with the Cash Money Sponsorship, from Land Speed Records down there in Garima Place. Come in and get your CDs, LPs, uh, rad, T-shirts, uh, audio technical gear from people who love the Camber Raiders as much as you do. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must live, love the Camber Raiders. And you should know that Blake is right now modelling his Blake and Pork and Heather and Shark, Shark. and Danny and Lord Danny S And Lord Hardy. F and Aunty J. And and it is as good as you imagine out there that it would be. Get online to Rugby League merch. They've got all our gear, great supporters of the show, as are Audio Technica, our number one sponsors, who uh, control all the technical uh, equipment that makes this so damn good. But it's fantastic. None of your gear.
3: We might have to get them to get get some new gear for you, Tim. Yeah, we might. The the problem actually with you and gear is there isn't so much getting you the gear. It's showing you how to use it, Grandpa.
0: Yeah, piss off. Um, but we're very lucky because our negotiations went a bit astray last week, but our people have talked to his people and we've come to an understanding. And once more, I'm glad to tell you, we are joined from the West Coast of the United States of America, where it is the middle of the night by our special guest star, Heather Lockley and Matt Hollywood-Lenevez, Matthew.
4: Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's so good to be here. We had a win. We had another win. We had a ninth win in a row against... Brendan Cowell's Shark. Do you know what? I, I, oh. try, I tried
3: to DM um, Brendan on Instagram as I did last time, but he's blocked me.
4: Has he? <laughs> I wonder why he blocked block you. You're
3: such a great bloke. I think you're fantastic. He hasn't, he hasn't really blocked me. He hasn't really blocked me.
4: No. Uh, bruises. He, he doesn't hate the Raiders. He hates Ricky, like most people, including the Green Machine podcast. Shout out. Why do you hate Ricky so much? <laughs> he's a legend. But no, how awesome was it watching that game on the weekend? Um, you know, losing one of our spine in the second minute, playing without another one in our spine and uh the boys coming through and the big red horse, not just a long hot dog, but two tries for the first time. So how awesome. I, I loved it. The game, the game was tough. Obviously we, we all have heart attacks, Raiders right? by 56, not two by six by 56, ladies and gentlemen, Yeah, just to point the record straight, but no, it's been fun. It's, it was a great game and, and uh, we can stick it to the ref and we can, we can take the two points and move on to newly next week and probably have another heart attack.
0: We can, we can. And, and we, right now, let's go to the news, which we do for our fantastic sponsors, Impact Comics. Down there in Garima Place, go and see Mel and his team and you'll get all manner of nerdware. comics, you'll get pop vinyls, you'll get bags. Also, I think if you... Like that sort of gear, they've got it all. Great supporters of the green machine, so get in there and do it. News, Blake, what do you got?
3: For so us? Danny Levi, um, no surprise to anyone, uh, he's got a busted jaw. He's out for two months. I right. guess. I guess the one good thing about you know having signed Danny Levi and and Ricky wanting to have depth in the club is we've got um, Zach Wolford ready to go, who's obviously, you know, he's he'll be ready. He's had a full preseason, which he didn't have last year. He's be um, champion of the bit, you know, ready to go. So. Although it's it'll be a shame to be, you know, without Danny Levi for two months, we're in a fortunate position of of having um, a ready-made replacement waiting
4: in the wings. Yeah, we are. It's one of the positions that we can cover. Sorry, sorry, Paul. Um, I, I was just texting Blake earlier in the week. I reckon we're going to miss Levi. You know, I reckon the guys get used to, like if you think about it, he's the guy that touches the ball the most in the game and you get, get used to his pass. You get used to the way that he likes to deliver it. You know, it's like if you're a running back in the NFL, you get used to the way that, the quarterback gives it the ball, and and he's our number one guy at the moment. And, and I was really looking forward to him. He started the game well. I know it's two minutes, but he had a good run. And defensively, he's really strong. Um, but obviously it's great to have Wolford back, and he did really well for us last year. So we, we might not miss a beat. And when when you read out the um the team list later in the in the podcast pork. It's probably our strongest team this year. So what are yeah, your I thoughts? Agree. On?
0: Look, and the good thing was when we were out at Kipaps the other day watching the Reggies go around after the match, which Wolford played, I believe, the entire time Yeah, played um, at nine, he came off and all the first grade players that were right near us were talking to him and not sort like he was still well and truly in the fold. There, were, there, was, there was no issues there whatsoever. You could see the relationships were strong. Um, between him and the other players, so I, I expect him to go in seamlessly, and with a point to prove about saying that's my number nine jersey.
4: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: you know. And the last couple of times he's come in, he's done very well. Yeah, sure. He's there are some defensive issues that um, other sides have, have prodded around, but I'm sure he'll be determined to work on those. And quite frankly, he's done some really good stuff for us. So you know. I'm really sad that Levi's out because I think his service has been snappy from dummy half, as is his his mindset you can see with the team. Um, and so it's sad that he's out because I think he's been like quite a good thing. But it's nice to have Wolford coming in. And look, you can't argue yeah. with Starling's form at the moment either.
4: I mean, Danny made two tackles after he broke his jaw, which is pretty incredible. It's, yeah. it's funny, like it's... The drop-off between the two of them is not major, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I just like the way that his aggression in, in defence, his, his line speed is a little more than Wolford's, and yeah. um, his pass is pretty crisp. But, but you know, Wolford was one of our saviours last season, so we're not going to miss a beat having him there, and, and it might even be good for the club.
3: When you actually look at last season and when the season turned around, um, the pivotal point was the game of Magic round against the Sharks, and that was Wolf, yeah. when Wolford came into the side.
4: And Elliot to 13. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big difference. Right. Um, and, and we've been unlocking that too. We're actually probably, we should all eat a little bit of humble pie. Oh no, I should. Um, with, um, Whitehead playing 13, he's, he's now, he's done really well. Like he's, his, his work in defense and his ability to be able to engage the line in attack and then take a hit even after he passes the ball and then get back up and take the next reception uh, makes a big difference in our attack because he's he's creating a bit of a link and yeah he's not going to be Yao and he's not going to be like a lot of other guys but yeah I bet we, Fogarty, we've found something um, there
3: I bet Fogarty hopes he doesn't pass him another ball they has to catch <laughs> above was, the top of his head the that
4: reason was he a got slow ad, pass wasn't it that was a that's slow why pass. he got
3: murdered by Nicaragua yeah. to... and
4: then he he got and he did did he knock it on I didn't think he knocked it on it went backwards but he got murd- but he, he hit... got
3: murdered and it was because he had that split second where he had to reach up. Yeah, and take the pass above his head from, from Elliot. So I think Elliot owes him one there. But speaking of 13, I mean, the, the highlight of the match for me against the Sharks, the standout was... Well, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on.
0: Before we go to highlights and discuss the match, we've got to talk about news. What other okay. news you
3: got? Okay, news. So Nick Kotrick, four to six weeks. I mean, yeah. must have happened in the captain's run because there's actually photos of him participating in the captain's run and he's, he's done a hamstring strain. And... Well,
4: Ricky in the presser after the game said it was the last play in the captain's run. Doesn't that and suck? it was a yeah? He said it was a movement to out like he just it was literally like, all right, lads, just pull it in, just run that last play again, and he's he's done his hamstring, and, and it's a great that's got to be a grade three, right? If it's four to six, yeah, that's a yeah. serious injury. Not Look, good. he he, he was to, to America.
0: He, he yeah. was around with the team and walking relatively well when I saw him pre-match. Um, big smiles on his face, but yeah, they're not going to leave him out if, if it's not serious, and, and they're making it very clear how, how long it's going to be. So that's not, no, no good. Um, uh, we had one more Shuler piece of, still made the team. We'll go through the team list shortly. But one more piece of um, news.
3: One more piece of news. Jack Whiten is expected to take up his um, option for
4: 2024 very soon. We here, Tim, But nine hundred. Yeah, I'm glad. It's that's a done deal, right? We always knew that was well, going to be a done deal. He's
3: not. I mean, he's got a very good offer there on the table. He, if he were to go somewhere else, roosters pre- presumably, <laughs> or oh, the roosters, of course, presumably, it presumably, uh, it would be for less money and maybe an opportunity at you know
4: chasing. I, the don't, don't say it. How dare you? How dare you? How, How dare, dare you, you even,
0: say that?
5: You're a you son of a bitch.
4: I don't know yeah, where he fits the roster side. I don't know where he fits into the, rest of the side. Everyone listening to this podcast right now, pre-sharks. Now you have got another chance before the Newcastle game this weekend. Take your last ten bucks in your wallet and put it on the Raiders winning the competition. You're not going to get better odds than you are this week. Well, maybe last week you were, but this week because we're coming strong. We've got we've got a couple of big men back, and we've got a couple of big men playing the best they've ever played. We're going to bash everyone from now till October. You heard it here first.
0: We did. We did hear it first. Then. Raiders we, Raiders
3: Raiders Broncos Grand Final. Oh, that's that, the Blake Stradamus.
0: Blake
4: Stradamus. <laughs> Blake.
3: Any other news? Uh, no, that's that pretty much wraps up the news for this week. So not if, not if you
4: news were to, if, news. if you were to follow NRL three sixty, the only news this week is either roosters, yeah, rabbits, West Dolphins, yep. or Broncos. It's just ridiculous. West man. Tigers,
3: man. West Tigers is always in the cycle. Yeah, they get
4: a they get a bit of a beat down, don't they? But that's, that's one of my ice plans will come in later when it comes to the NRL trying to keep Kafusi in the game this weekend. What a joke.
0: Yeah, well, look, there, there was a lot of contention about those two things. But quite frankly, look, if there's a person who deserves to be suspended more just on, you know, because it's him, that's Felice Kafusi. So, I mean, that, that's, that's where I rest. But look, going back to the Sharks game, um, I thought in the, first, in the opening stanza, I really thought, I looked at, and thought to myself, the Sharks are really playing a lot better who we weren't as good. And then we sort of rolled into the match and took control of it. And I I had, you know, we had some really good contributors in that match. I don't think any were as good as Big Red. I thought he was fantastic throughout the entire match with everything he did. Um, I also thought Matt Timcock did some things in that match that really took the ascendancy and, you know, didn't just score tries, but actually put us in fantastic position there. He as had some well.
3: great, he had some great defense as well. And yeah, he's, he's he's my man of the match. Later. At, at the back end of the game, Matt, he was like struggling to get into the line. He gave it his absolute he all. He did. I mean, obviously it was very oppressive conditions, but actually over the last couple of years, um, you, you, I guess it's just how fast the game is these days. You see that more and more that players are just really
4: struggling. Yeah, they'll be on there. That's where matches. you got to give you got to give your props to Whitehead, right? Like to be able to play in yeah. the middle now at his age is unbelievable. And, fact, and he does right, such I a job for us. For him. <laughs> we did. We did. But no, I, I the, but that's what happened in the game, right? They, they decided pre game to not, and who knows, maybe the coaches are involved in that decision. And maybe knowing our fitness levels, which we think are all higher at the moment, maybe Ricky yeah. said, no, we don't need the rest. But it was fascinating to know that the, uh the temperature actually reached the limit that the NRL allowed uh, that game to take 20 minute breaks, but because of the humidity, it did. Yeah. It was, it did cool
3: down as the game went on. There was a little bit of a breeze and once you know, you're out of the sun. It was dark and hot. It was,
0: it
1: was. Hottest day
4: there. in Canberra in March ever. Yeah. Interesting. So that's, hottest, in the- that's arguably the hottest game the Raiders have ever played in and they didn't take a break. You don't know, yeah. man, like,
3: I do yeah. recall that game from 2016, because it actually was brought up, um, Elliot Whitehead mentioned it. Um, his debut, yeah, his, in the press. Yeah, out. it was against Penrith in 2016. And I think I was sitting out in direct sun that game, whereas this was a bit later in the day and it was there was a bit more shade. But that felt just as hot, if not hotter, that, that Penrith yeah. one. And yeah, you could it's see Elliot Whitehead out there and I was like, oh, God, for a bloke from the North of England, this is a tough... And the
4: palm is just going to burst like maybe Hawesborough would. But it's fascinating, like, you bring up that point, Paul, when it comes to the way that we worked into the game and then we started to get control. I feel like we're seeing something slightly different with the Raiders this year. We've done it in every game. We haven't haven't started out of the blocks tremendously. We were behind against the cows. We were behind against uh, the sharks. We obviously got up against the dolphins, but we were never really in the ascendancy straight out of the gate. It's like we trust the fact that we've got a really strong bench and that our processes of wearing down their middle Seems to be enough early in the season. Obviously, we lack a bit of punch out wide, especially with structured play. You know, we we miss savages oh, wraparound. around
3: sharks. Like in terms mm-hmm. of out wide and structured play and stuff, oh, mate. Start of the game. They, left, the game. they look left yeah a million Brilliant. times better than us. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh my god, they're going to score. Well, like Will Kennedy is a gun. Yeah, he's a but in star. saying
4: that, in saying that, when we get the ball, we create. We seem to create a lot of second efforts in defence for their middles, and they can't handle it. And we, we we what what seems like easy tries, are off the back of repeat sets or off the back of uh, repeat attacks down the middle that we're asking questions because, maybe you know maybe Ricky and the team have, have been able to you know, study the way that teams are defending and being able to shift on the line with 13 players and that, you know, trying to score on the wing is a lot more difficult these days, Yeah, which which we did. You know, Hopper managed to push Katoa out. You know, um, Mulatalo scored his first try by cutting back inside the inside shoulder of Schiller. And normally that never happens. And, you know, Schiller will learn from that. Then he scored his second try off a a kick. Kick, yeah. Normally, you know, Savage, you'd think maybe, or especially Nicole Kluckstar, would have got there, you know. And, and we've got a fullback, and he's probably third game ever in the NF- NRL at fullback. So, as far as breaking down stretches, you know, maybe going back through the middle is working because we seem to be scoring most times that we get down there and slightly easy. I know it seems simple, and it's not extravagant and all that sort of stuff, but. You know, it's not sexy, pig- man. It's not sexy. Big red crashing down yeah. the
3: line—that is
4: sexy. If you ask me,
0: that's, There's that's nothing sexy, sexier man. than that big sexy. red. That is absolutely <laughs> sexy. There is no question that big red doing that sort of stuff is what the crowd wants. You're not going to lose fans seeing big
3: red do stuff like that. You're just not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I love seeing Matty Tamako go to the outside shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, it was on.
3: It was on Matt Moylan, but you know, you've got to do it. You still got to do. It. I mean, that's an ov- that was always an obvious, you know, route to getting over the trial. On was was getting Tomoko or CHN yeah, with Matt Moylan. Yeah. and, and it, you know, it came off.
4: You know, it's it's what well, it was on this podcast last week, exactly. Was yeah. that prediction, and, yeah. and exactly.
0: Look, and it worked and it hurt. But they put the good thing in that match was the Sharks didn't play poorly; we played well, and that's what yeah. I liked. And oh, I think- not if
3: you not if you listen to the um the the Sharks um Fin's Up podcast, which I listen to, It's very very entertaining. Um, they actually recorded a podcast, the two blokes, uh, when they were driving out of Canberra, they were getting lost in, on, on roundabouts in, in Antil street and stuff. But, um, nice. they were so, they-, they were so bitter. They were so negative. They make like some other podcasts sound positively cheery. Cause right. so so, that, that, that podcast like, has Camber- a new
4: name now The Camber- is now known as Finn soup. <laughs> <laughs> the ca- they're like
3: the Camber Raiders are terrible and we lost them. So we were even more terrible. And yeah, they, no, they, I, they had Blake Brayley pegged as the worst hook at number nine that's ever worn the jersey for the Sharks and He's a good player, mate. I know. He's a great player. Yeah. I look
0: I thought they played really well. I thought they were they were beaten. I think you've called it. I think when our bench came on, their bench wasn't as good as ours. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. But there was, you know, a couple of players out there who did did really well. But and we've had some discussions about who we think would be, you know, the Rage Review with Blake and the Port twenty dollar land speed records, voucher winning man of the match. I think from mine there was two very obvious candidates. Um, and I'd be happy for either Big Red or Matt Timakoff to take it. Big red all the way. Yeah.
3: Big red all the way. I wanna say his footwork at the ground looked amazing. His passing was, was crisp. Every time he was going to the line, he was doing that little Step and just getting he his steps nose. to the left. Yeah,
4: he steps to the left.
3: Yeah, he
4: was I was doing really, he really locker, fit. especially that get out of jail, that get out of the um. Yeah,
0: the
4: in goal was that that kind of turned the game there massively. It bought us probably three minutes at a time when we were gassed and yeah, you know. But I I I also I, I got to commend um probably Ricky and 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 the fitness trainers at the Raiders because the the thing that won us that game was all the team doing those little effort areas to be able to cover the inside shoulder in defense, or, you know, you see it with Seb Chris, the way that he he got under the high ball and every kick that Trindle did was on the one meter line. Mm. And, and Seb Chris's, you know, uh, carry backs off kicks were brilliant. Like he might not be able to get there on that loop around behind Jack on the left-hand side, like Xavier Savage did. And Jack gave him a, big spray up. He's, he doesn't have that attacking spark in structured play because he's not as fast as as Savage and he's never going to be. But his his ability to do the things that you want a fullback to do and do them well and compete 80 minutes was exemplary in that game. And watching Hop. His timing on that
3: run to nail um, Kennedy oh, that dude. kick through oh, was I know. brilliant. But then C H N stuffed it up by flopping stuffed in, which is really, just yeah. getting lazy. Stuffed yeah, a dominant
0: yeah. moment. Then C H N went in
4: completely unnecessarily. Didn't have to. nah. No. undid I, all I, that I, hard I, work. I thought, I thought Hopper had, had a mess. good game too.
3: He did. Yeah, Hopper's effort—you um, know—and the amount of carries he took and everything else, and some, some—you know—pretty good defensive moments as well. Schiller was very quiet. I got to say, I kind of. There were times that I forgot that he was out there. Until, well, he tried to, until he tried to replicate. First him at first grade this year. Yeah. Until he tried to replicate his uh, Melbourne heroics with the little kick.
4: What tackle was that if, that if that kick had to go on straight? It, what, so that Jack wasn't Jack fifth tackle, a but was
3: though?
0: it? No, it was third or fourth. But look, yeah. for mine, that match is one on what Matt was saying before. It's the defensive efforts. The amount of times they were at the line and the Raiders did not let them in, typified by when we actually got out of the end goal when it didn't look like we would, that was what won the match. At the end of the day, last you know, in lots so many other seasons, we let sides in every single time, and we repeatedly put them away. And you could see the wind going out of the, the shark sails, even when they scored that that last try that they got. Which for mine, the double pump from Braden, that the second pump was forward, not badly, but you know, it
3: looked at from know. from where we were. But I mean, I don't know. I didn't see. I sort of watched yeah. the Reaper. I Didn't see if they made much of it on the. It no, was one of those didn't. weird
4: ones. It was on a. It was on a. They didn't. It was on a fifth tackle. Um, Jack got caught uh, at marker, and they went that way again. Maybe it wasn't Jack, but it was. No, it was actually that it, it was one of those ones that was just. If it was any other tackle, it would have been fine. And um, Nicker runs a pretty good hard line, even though he bothered me a lot in that game. But you know, and we were only here last week talking about how formidable the the squad depth and the quality across the park that they have. Yeah, they're missing Nico, but we were missing six players or four players or yeah, whatever it might players. be. And, and I I'm just really, really, really proud of so many of the players, you know. Um Harley had a good game. He had to defend a lot on that side. Yeah, he did.
5: They went yeah, we let
4: it, they went for him massively and he and you know Jesse Ramian's no he's a angry son of a bitch out there, you know. So and Talakai Look, was what? Talakai's on Miss Shield's side, right? So, no, no, Talakai yeah. was on to my on the other side.
0: Yeah, side. Talakai's on
3: the left. So, Raymond normally comes up against Croker,
4: so he played yeah. right. And you used to bath him all the time. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, dude. And but I, I and you know, uh, a couple of the the B-O-T-B's, <clears throat> You know, oh, it was great. It was, there's great, there's it was like,
3: great that Ricky, you know, really highlighted the the fact that we did his get a ball. St- uh, yeah, yeah
6: shout
0: out to Danny St- Stewart. Yeah. We knew who he was referencing. <laughs> There were plenty of good things to take out of that match, but there was something that uh, made me a little bit annoyed. In fact, you might say it grinds my gears. You
6: know what really grinds my gears?
0: And Do you want to know what grinds my gears, Blake?
3: Um, Is it people leaving small bags of dog poo in lime green bags around the lake? That does grind my gears. Not that. No, that's not what it is. But yeah, that does
0: grind my gears. That absolutely does. Have you considered That... that maybe
3: they're coming back to put them in the bin later or...
0: I've never considered that. I think for some reason they've taken the horribleness of actually picking the feces up through the plastic bag and holding that steaming thing mm-hmm. in their hands only to put it down so someone else has to deal with it. Now, it does grind my gears. But what what grind about it,
4: um, people that don't indicate?
0: Yeah, that grinds my gears. No, that it's, is, it's he's it's a granddad. De- get off, off my gears. When get you off let Mulan. someone in, when you let <laughs> someone in in traffic and you don't get the waves. I'm sorry. That's the yeah. Law. I'm
4: a waiver. You've waver. got to
0: wave. It's we live in a society, people. If you someone lets you in, you wave. That's all it costs. A wave. We live in a society. That's, a, that's not our. That's, that's a
4: green light. That's a green light, Canberans. If you see the pork, do not wave. <laughs> uh, it makes me so mad. Anyway,
0: what well, drives my goodness, driving is Toyota. After that match, Forklift. The amount of people, both um, online and um, uh, you know that I was listening to and, and around, Offline. laying into J- J- Jamal Fogarty and saying that he was crap and all this. I saw, and Balake was next to me, and he witnessed this too. They ran Talakai and Teague Wilton at Fogarty all evening, all evening. Yeah, they defended well. He didn't miss one. He was bloody brilliant. Yeah, they, they said, and he, he kept backing up. He did a great job. I thought his kicking was good. I thought his passing was pretty good. I thought he's running, and defense was really good. Was it his? He best was there game? for that.
4: There was a there was an attacking raid down the left in like the seventy something minute, Yeah. and he was there to pick up that kick. Yeah, it kind of, kind of popped. It kind of popped on him, and yeah. he caught it really well. And you know, like he he defended incredibly you well. Know, that, you that, know what? Do you know what else? The sharks' left edge is a massive attack, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, they've got attack everywhere, but you know what else was really impressive about him? And in the end, was the difference we scored the same amount of tries. As the sharks.
0: Was it his mm-hmm. best game that I've ever seen? No, it was a bloody good game with continual effort through the whole thing in defense and attack. Do I want to see the ball kicked on the ground more? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I absolutely do. Do I want to see him become even more dominant? Yes. Do I think he had a bad game? Absolutely not. No, not at all. Had-
4: I actually thought his I actually thought um both him and Jack, especially Jamal, actually, their kicking through the air was was very powerful, very yeah. deep. Like I, I, at some point during the game, I thought the balls might have been pumped up a little, like harder, because I don't know whether it's got to do with the heat, helium, and the way that that synthetic ball uh, like reacts to the the heat. But all the all four players, Trindle's kicking was incredible, by the way. Like everything yeah. landed on the one meter line. But all the players, their their boots were massive, and maybe I just got used to watching them kick in round two with a a waterlogged yeah, yeah. sodden ball, you know, but. I was really quite Can impressed. Can
3: synthetic balls be waterlogged, though?
4: Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. it's harder to kick when it's wet. Like,
3: it's it, it's, it's harder to kick in all those conditions. Yeah, of course, um, of course. There was but, one bomb that, Jamal that, put That's up. what grinds
0: my gears, is that people laying in Jamal yeah. Fogarty, and I want to take a, a leaf out of the Brittany Defender. Leave Jamal alone! Leave hey. him alone!
1: Hi, it's former camera Raiders Captain Alan Tong here, and you know I don't actually go in footy tipping comps, but if I did... I tip the Raiders every week.
3: It's
0: time for ass Cloud of the Week. (laughs) And this, of course, is brought to you by Raiders Plumbing, who are the fantastic sponsors, as you would know, of Jamal Fogarty on there.
3: No, I thought Uh, it was Tony for Richard Body Works. Oh, no, that's something else. It is. is Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, so if you need Ars, you need need ass Crack, you need ass Crack, you've got to go to a plumber, and you can't get a better plumber than Raiders Raiders Plumbing. Raiders Plumbing. So, so get down there, talk to the boys. Look, my ass plan of the week this week is actually a, a friend of mine and officiating, and it's Grant Actons. Now, I've always got along well with Grant. I, I quite like Grant. Um, I actually think he's been a pretty good ref um, over that time. But Are you he... friends
3: with him on Facebook, or is that just some of the other refs?
0: Some of the other refs. Okay. When I got online with uh, – when he came up with the review of the Jack White and Play the Ball – and came up and said that Jack White neither had the, the balance or control, where the replay clearly shows that he does what he's meant to do in the rules of the game, got to his feet quickly, stood up with his feet off the ground, put the ball on the ground, and played it back with his foot. All of which he did, properly facing the right direction, and it was picked up behind it. The referee, Ashley Klein, from the wrong side of the ruck, who couldn't see it, called up an error, And then when they reviewed it and the replay clearly showed those things, they came up with the cock and bull story that he he failed to have the balance or control. Now, I went and had a look at the NRL rules of the game on their very own website. At no point, no subsection or anything does it mention anything about balance or control. It says, stand up, place the ball on the ground and push it back with your foot. All of which- both
4: feet needed to be down, which he did. Yeah.
0: He did. He actually clicked it all off. The fact you're that Andrew mate. did it, he fell over, is completely beside the point. After you've played the ball, it doesn't matter if you do a backflip. It doesn't matter if – well, it probably does. If you pull your pants down and show the crowd your meat and tooth edge. You have played the ball correctly. You, you don't absolute want that. ass clown, Grant Atkins. You are my ass clown of the week. Who have you got for me, blocker? You're on um, mate. I was about, you're I was about, mate,
4: Porky. I was about to just, just give me – you're on mate, um, Warren Smith – Spoke about the balance in the in the telecast. He's like, oh, he doesn't have balance. They don't. Jack doesn't know the rules. And then I saw your tweet later that day. I'm like, yeah, neither do you, Warren Smith. Has has this, he is, was. this is
3: this is my thing. Has anyone actually ever gone to try and find the NRL rulebook? Because there is no such thing. Yeah, there is. There's, 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 no, the there's, website, a yeah, there's, there's a pamphlet. Yeah, there's a PDF of a pamphlet which is like 20 pages, and so many things aren't covered in there. So they don't. It's not like you know. This is, again, sort of the, the thing about rugby league where it always seems to be a bit ad hoc and it's never really formalised and structured as many other, you know, legitimate sporting codes. There's like a little pamphlet and there's so many grey areas that obviously then the referees have allowed these interpretations or understandings to evolve, but the actual things are like 20 pages. And if yeah. you go and look for specific rulings on particular things, they don't exist. If they're actually putting up on their website, these are the
0: rules of the game that we administer, and it's an abbreviated version of a longer thing. Well, I'm sorry, they're putting down the written contract of what they say the rules of the game are being but paid I don't think for, both I'm for saying... the clubs and for the supporters. And it does say nothing about balance and control. And I will also say balance, yes, he fell over afterwards. But in, in regards to control, he placed the ball down properly. He towed it back properly. That's control. He had it. So, Grant Atkins, you're an ass plant. Who've
3: you got for ass plant, bloke? I was going to say Ashley Klein. And not that I think that he was particularly biased against us, but I think that... um, No, I thought he made mistakes for them as well. Yeah, he just generally had a pretty poor performance and he's pretty consistently poor ref. I mean, the the big one for me was the um, one where he pulled up uh, Corey Hadawira-Naira for an incorrect play the ball. And it was only... He was about to give the ball to the Sharks and it was only the last second. um, And this is a very crucial point in the match where the touch judges said, no, no, the Sharks guy interfered. And he changed the decision and blew, and blew a penalty. But, I mean, there, yeah, there was the Jack White one. There was that one. There were a whole bunch of different ones. I still thought, I mean, maybe I, I stand corrected, but I still thought as well that Nick Rowe try was off a forward pass, the one you talked about earlier, the mm. double pump as well.
0: I thought it was a forward pass too. Look, it wasn't as obvious as the one for the Warriors last year, which was ridiculous. That was ridiculous.
4: That, was ridiculous. that, that was one ridiculous. was not just and, forward. And look- it was like a different sport.
0: Well, that took Henry Perinara off the field. That one, so that, yeah, that was not so the field, bad. It
4: took him out of his career. He's yeah, gone. well,
0: yeah, like, no, he went to the bunker after that. Then yeah, he's now he's, got, he's but, actually got
3: health concerns, Matt. So you know, don't lay the boot in too much.
0: Yeah, it wasn't as bad as that one, but I thought it was. I thought it was forward.
3: Um, and yeah, and I thought too. That- if put it this way, if if um, Clint Gutherson gets pulled up for that one against against uh,
4: Manly on on Thursday night, yeah. Well, that wasn't no. forward,
5: yeah, but there's no, no consistency
4: in the NRL. I mean, um, and that's what I'm saying count. because the
3: rules are interpreted on, on, they make up the rules as they go along because there's
4: no yeah, actual, and there's
3: no review of them because they're a closed shop.
0: Now, who's your because there's no rule book,
4: book? It's a rules pamphlet, it's a rules pamphlet. There <laughs> it is. Um, oh man, I've got so many. I've got Sydney Media as usual, I've got um, Felice Cafusi as usual. Um, mine this week, it's it's more pertinent to the Raiders and what could have affected that game. It's whoever has control of when we call for our captain's challenge. Because clearly, when you watch the footage in the telecast, Ronald Mulotalo knocked the ball out and James Schiller never touched it. And then you see James Schiller say, I didn't touch it in the telecast and we didn't challenge it. We that was during a period of the game when crucially we didn't need to let in a try. They got a scrum five meters out. They scored a minute later. Now that, regardless of whether you think he might have or might not have touched it, is one of the probably hundred percent most important times that you use a challenge. The Sharks blew a challenge right in that game on a play the ball on halfway in like the third minute. Yeah, they wasted mm. it. If you win that challenge, what do you get? Another set of 6 on the halfway line? Who gives a shit? Like don't challenge a play that is not really going to affect the game. It, for me, it, the using of a captain's challenge shouldn't be whether you think you're right or wrong. It should be whether it should be weighted against the outcome of the result. So if you feel like you might have even a 20% chance of winning a challenge on a result that might save a try, then do it. Or might give you a try or might be in the last minute of a half when you're gassed, then do it. And that was so pivotal. And you had a winger saying, I didn't touch it. And we didn't challenge and they scored, you know. So to me, whoever, whether it's coaching or the guys on the field, and I said it last year, we need to really establish really strict guidelines and we can use that because it's, a, it's an attacking, it's a tactical ploy that we, we should be being smart with.
3: Rapper's not out in the field at the moment, so we can't blame um, shit captain challenges on him. <laughs> no. no,
0: and it was the other side of the field for him, so it wouldn't have been, you know, like, you know, stick a shot from them saying, oh, my God, it's Rapper side of the field, so it's wrong. But yeah, live, because that was right near us, we couldn't tell whether he touched it or not but we did see that he didn't think he did and we were thinking why aren't you challenging and there was four or five spots in that game where I thought why are you challenging
4: that that's just wrong he straight up just said to them I didn't touch it I didn't touch it and then as soon as on the television you saw the slow motion replay and his skin color is different to Ronald Molotalo's skin color and it was obvious that he did not touch the ball Mm. so just and it was like it's a scrum three meters out like challenge mm. it you know what i mean like you mm. might save us six points mm. i don't know like i i i that that bothered me that much so but no one's listening nah. no well, you, system, so you know what
0: else bothers maybe they me? are do you know what else bothers me the shark
1: all right what's up everybody it's john I'm still at the beach just want to give you a little update about last week You know, I was a little angry heading down to the beach, I get it, you know. Uh, I arrived in Batemans Bay, I went down to the coast, I got on the beach, I was waiting around for a couple dolphins to show up, didn't take long, you know, and just as I was about to stump another hole into both of their heads, you know, they, I don't know, they started making all those noises and, like, you know, doing the thing with the tail and bouncing a beach ball around, one of them let me ride on his back, you know, like in the uh, Guns N' Roses Estranged video. So, I, I I don't know. They kind of won me over. And, you know, it was just adorable. So, I, I decided this is fine. This isn't going to happen today. All right. Like, we're, we're good. Me and you, homies, we're okay. But, you know, as I looked off the uh, the coastline, I could see in the distance, Quint's boat just kind of, you know, sinking in the, in the distance. It was on the horizon. And just then, Chief Brody, a.k.a. our boy, Corey Horsborough, shot the friggin' oxygen tank that was stuffed into Royce Hunt's mouth and blew his ass all over the goddamn Atlantic while well, it's the Pacific Ocean. All right. You don't know how much it pains me to use the Jaws reference, you know, uh, with the last name that I have. But whatever. The Raiders, again, eight is great. The Sharks can't do shit at all against us. Sorry about ya. All right? There's nothing more to say. It's like, you know, water's wet, the sun is hot, the Sharks just can't beat the Raiders. It's never gonna happen. All right? So whatever, great for us. Um, So yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy the rest of my beach stay here and uh, I'm just gonna kick it, you know? I'm an Australian now, mate. We love the beach, wearing thongs. On your feet for some reason. Okay, I guess that's what we're gonna do. Um, I mean, go ask Cisco about the thongs. Um, okay, so this week's mark of the shark. Uh, there's not many songs. I got to be honest with you about sharks getting their asses kicked. Uh, usually, sharks in in nature are doing the the thing to the other, whatever animal, humans, seals, surfers. Um, there's no songs about Mick Fanning yet, but uh, so I'm gonna. The pick for this week is classic Philadelphia hardcore band, Shark Attack. And their song, uh, what song is this? Uh, It's called Blood in the Water. Sorry. You go listen to their discography. It's like eight minutes long. All their songs are like 30 seconds. So, but yeah. So let's just suppose that instead of the Sharks are on the attack, that the Raiders are attacking the Sharks in this song. All right. So, um, all right. That's good for me this week. We're going to go up to Newcastle. And uh, beat up on those coal, those coal mining loving ding dongs. Okay, sorry about you. Sorry about you, knights. All right, here we go. Shark attack! Yay! I love all of you.
0: know for all his failings you know at least the
3: shark isn't boring he's no not boring and he, he he gets he gets more than a minute on this show yeah he gets as long as he wants he gets as yeah, long as, he went on he went on NRL boom rookies he complained that he only gets a minute on the show but no no he gets he gets as long as he wants
0: yeah yeah but um he's yeah, our just, shark
4: he, well, he's not going anywhere
0: we're
3: keeping he, him
4: he no is, one else wants
0: couldn't, him he couldn't get rid of him he couldn't get rid of him but um look we do have a match coming up this Sunday against the uh, against the Newcastle Knights. and We should go through the team list, which we do, of course, for our great sponsors, Toyota Forklifts, and the magical uh, hashtag that was on those handout headdresses the other day at the game, Fork Yeah, which I actually thought was pretty
3: good. Maybe we should go with yeah, Fork Yeah. Fork Yeah, get forked. I saw a guy earlier on, on Sunday who was dressed up in Raiders gear, and, you know, I sort of wanted to say, get forked to him, but I just, yeah, I didn't go through with it. No. No, It's not as universal. as like up the milk, you know, it's it's
0: a bit more positive. I can't believe
3: you're even saying that. Yeah,
4: vomit. Don't even say it. I hope Dan from the Sportress listens to this. Dan, I'm coming for you. I'm okay with Matt Cleary just bleeding it because it's his book. Yeah, yeah. Dan, 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 stop it. Yeah, stop it. All right, so... Our, I, don't have, I don't have a
3: problem with up the milk. I don't have a problem with up the milk. Like I said, I wanted to say get forked to this guy, but I didn't, I didn't get through with it.
4: The last no, time well, I heard it. up the something, it wasn't up the milk. It was... Yeah. All right,
0: so at fullback, <laughs> we've got Seb Chris. Uh, on one wing, we've got James Schiller reprising his role. And on the other, we've got Albert Hoppawate. Um In the centres, we've got Timoko and Smith Shields. At 5'8", we've got Jack Whiten. And at halfback, we've got Jamal Fogarty. In the front row, welcoming back for the very first time this season is Big Papa, Woo! who is coming in the eight jersey. In the ten jersey, we've got Joe Tarpenay In the nine, we've got, as we discussed, Zach Wolford. Second Joe row, Joe Tarpanay Hudson again. Young, again, again, was very
3: good. It was very good on the weekend. And once he's again, he was, he was he was he was very good. And the other one, oh, you keep going. Sorry, Paul.
0: Yeah, uh, Elliot Whitehead and captain in the second row, and then C H N. at... But he's Whitehead. not in the
3: second row, is he? Like, why, no, do, no. why do they keep on naming? Elliot Whitehead in the second row and Corey in Naira at lock when the, they've swapped every single game. Well,
0: Whitehead's clearly playing in the front row rotations, I can see. Um, <laughs> I think he just likes to that number. Yeah, maybe. And then we got. Is he superstitious teams, he doesn't want to wear 13? It's probably young, that. We've guys, got young Tom to
3: Starling honest. who had a fantastic match. Tom Starling him. as well, yeah, was the other one. When we were mentioning our, our, sort of our, our big players, he was my third standout because you want to talk about someone that had p- big people running at him all game. They mm. absolutely ran at him the whole time, targeted him. He played Mind seventy-eight bro. minutes. He made fifty-five tackles. He had a great effort and he was still, you know, full of energy right to the end. So no, Yeah, he's...
0: and he was great at a dummy half too, on top yeah. of all of that. Then we got he's in 14-15, we got Sami Solo, who I think we can see Looked going to... You know what he reminds me of? When we brought a young Joe Tarponey down from Newcastle all those years ago, that's yeah. what Sami Solo is looking Exactly. For. And he'll
3: be up, he'll be up for a big game against um, the Knights this week, as well, Joe Tarpony. As yep. will Hudson Young, as will Tom Starling,
0: yeah. as would it's, have
4: Danny Levi. <laughs>
0: yeah, as would have. And then we've got Corey, big red in the 16 jersey, which he's making his own now. And then Emre Guler, who I think we can all agree um, is refining the haircut, but is actually backing it up with some pretty good performances for the committee.
4: Pretty, kniggets. pretty, pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. For the Kinnegets, they've got Lockie Miller, ex out of the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks at fullback, and he looked pretty good when I was watching him the other day. Danger man. Yeah, look, Ranger he man. looked pretty good. On one wing they got Heimel Hunt, and then the other, the ex Titan Greg Marziu's there because they've dropped Dominique Young. He's
3: gone. Yeah. Well, this is the weird thing was because Greg Marziu's you would have thought was a was a pretty big signing. Um, For the Knights, and this is his first appearance and it's actually come at the expense of dom young which is a bit of a shock and dom Dom young someone's gone off and signed elsewhere for next season
4: mars you had a groin injury so he's a beast he's a beast beast, but he He, he doesn't
3: some trouble but he doesn't present the aerial threat that dom young does and no defensively
4: defensively he makes a lot of errors and he actually makes a couple of mistakes carrying the ball as well but he's like that angry body, you know, like he's he an animal. That, But we've, we've actually handled him pretty well. You know, Paul's about to get to a player in their uh, centre three quarters that we haven't handled that well over the last few years.
0: Well, in fact, too, because if anyone can play this player into form, it is the Canberraers, And, of course, I'm talking about Bradman Best because yeah. he doesn't play very well. He comes and plays against us and he's a machine. And, of course, a player we always have trouble with in Dane Gagai. I don't think we've ever handled him particularly well. Um, he's a great player, and he saves his best against us. That's that's the. I factor. thought he saved his best for Queensland. Yeah, that he definitely does. In the halves, they've got Tyson Gamble with all his mongrel and his dreadful haircut um, in number six, but pretty handy around the place. And, of course, if you're talking about his mongrel mate, you got Jacko Hastings in the number seven. Um, friends with everybody. Loves everyone. I like, I like
3: Jackson Hastings. I, like, I don't understand why, why he gets all the... I hate, I've listened to him on a few podcasts. He's a cool guy. Anyway, who knows? He gets a lot of hate. He rubs people um, up the wrong
0: way. Then, of course, we've got Daniel Saifidi, who it looked like was going to be out with a bung shoulder, yes. but he has didn't. been named. Um, I'm surprised to see him. And there is the smoke screen. I doubt it. I don't think they would have named him if, if he wasn't coming up. Um, Adam
4: O'Brien Adam O'Brien does play smoke screens, though. He's, yeah, he's um, one of the other coaches that does do it. There's one okay, guy well, mate,
1: who
0: Saifede, could come in. I thought he should have I thought Saifidi Shobh looked pretty bad, but he, he's there. Leo Thompson's the other prop, who I, I think's got some promise, the, the kid. In between, Six-rated. of course, you've got um, Jaden Braley as captain and hooker, and he is great. He's a really good player. As much as the Cronulla people are having a go at Blake, his brother, Braley, or as we call him on this podcast, Blake Braley. Yes. Um, and Jaden was probably the lesser of the two. I think he, he's caught his brother. Well, I think- that
3: would- that was the thing with the sharks was so Jaden's actually the older brother, but they elected to let um, Jaden move on to keep Blake, as Blake was seen as more creative, whereas Jaden was seen as a bit more of a an honest toiler. But they're both
4: pretty handy. From
0: look, uh, I, I think, I think it's Brody's proven that Jaden
4: Jaden might be better. I think yeah. Actually.
0: Well, he's playing great football. In the second row, they've got Brody Jones and Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Now, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he's not boring. He'll give you something. He has a guy. He'll elbow you
4: in the throat if he wants to. If, if he if he needs to, he will elbow you in the throat.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, of course, then we've got locking the scrum, Kurt Mann. What I said was out of position, but uh, doing the Connor Watson role there. And I think doing a relatively good job. He's, he's a handy player. He's
3: the utility. He's the utility. of yeah. will slot in anyway.
0: But, you know, he's doing a fairly good job. Of course, talking about players that we play into form, the great Phoenix Crossland is in the
3: 14 jersey. Did he get a double against us a couple of years ago? Or was it yep, just one Yeah, down a blogger. He, he was, there.
0: It was After it we, or... we had a go. Oh. We got a double. He was brilliant. We've got Jack Hetherington. Speaking of people who aren't
3: boring, and we'll yeah. we'll have a go. Yeah. Jack
1: Hetherington's
0: there. <laughs> it's going to tee off Matt this Broca. weekend, isn't it? It
1: is. Big Red <laughs> and Hudson is...
3: Young will yeah. we'll be trying to fire up Jack Hetherington. I guarantee it. I well, guarantee it. Because he's a hothead and he's easy to put off his game.
0: Well, we got Matt Croker in the sixteen jersey for them, who I've actually liked the look of. He, he, Jared's he, Jared's yeah. nephew. Yeah, oh yeah, no, uh, brother, I think, or half brother, um, of course. And then son, we've got isn't
4: Jason, he? Jason's second cousin.
3: Oh right, okay. So son,
0: Could be oh, Matt Jared Croker's, Jared Croker's Jared old enough son. to have a
4: son
3: playing NRL now, isn't he? Well, he is from Goulburn. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: then we got Jack Johns, uh, seventeen. So, son right. of
3: Matthew.
4: Son yeah. of Matthew. Yeah. Son of Matthew. It is. Son of Matthew. It is. Yes. Look, yes. our yes. team, our, son team of Matthew.
3: our team is vastly superior to that team in the forwards alone. And I mean, once again, it's a case of you know that once our bench comes on, they we they shouldn't be able to handle it. We should be able to blow them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so, I
0: I agree that is that is where the thing. But if our side at any stage takes that for granted, then oh, you're absolutely.
4: Just- Absolutely. It's happened, you know, how many times has it happened against the Knights where we thought it we're happened last well. year against the Knights, but, but I don't think this iteration of the Raiders takes anything for granted. I think we're, you know, we might lack a little bit of attacking punch and we might lack a little bit of flair and maybe smarts to kill a game, but mm. we, we've seen nothing but dedication to mm. defensive effort and dedication to each other this season that, um, no game's going to be a blowout from what I can see at the moment. No. Nah. At all. Like Until and, we get raised every, by 56. Every try that any team has scored against us has either been a one-on-one bad read, unfortunately they happen, yep. or a kick. Kick, yeah. Like, we, we're not gassed. We're not... Like, that game against the Knights last year where we got blown out, then we came back, was a weird anomaly. The game against the Knights in Wagga mm. where we got that huge lead and then they just blew us off the park. We We could not stand up to blow over a daffodil Mm. in that second Mm. half. I've never seen us as out of breath ever in that, as we were in that game. And I just don't see it in this team. This team seems to be prepared to die for each other. And I'm, I'm really proud of them. And I, I feel like, we might not beat the worst team in the comp by more than six points. We're not going to lose to the best team in the comp by more than six points. And yeah, and you'd have to think that with a bit of the class that we have, we're going to win this game. Yeah, that, right. Knights,
3: that Knights team. I mean, obviously the one that normally always troubles us and we always play into form is Calen Ponger and he's not there. So yeah. him not being there, obviously we don't go, you know, and we don't the players think it's going to be easy, but it's he's a huge out.
0: A huge he is, out. he is. And he he's ripped us a new one a number of times, but uh, he's Campbell not town. there. But the question for us is, 's gotta lift Ooh. Look, and for me, in our side, the player has really got to lift because he he struggled, and it was his first game back, but it was it was James Schiller. He's got to lift because they're going to have seen what happened last weekend the and they're going to be coming at him, and he's going to have to lift because he's put a great big target on his back. Um, so I think he knows that, and I think they all know that, but you know, he's gonna have to lift because there's gonna be traffic coming his way. Sub, who's gotta lift? Harley's still gotta keep going. He's still gotta mm-hmm. keep working on what he's doing. And the other one is Jack. In the first half, Jack was really good. He was really putting his back into it, and he starts fading out of the game in the second half. And he's gotta lift that and, and keep his efforts going in, in the uh, in the second half. Who've you got, Matthew?
4: It's hard, you know. I I like I'm the perennial positive guy. I'm really proud of the way that we played on the weekend. I'd, I'd like to um I'd like to think looking forward, you know, we are expecting some players back. We're expecting a Rap on a back in a week and then Savage back. Um so maybe Harley to keep his spot. You know, like what when when we get those two guys back. Uh, when
3: so. Savage comes back, Harley's the one that
4: drops out of the side. Yeah, Chris has Seb been
3: Chris. Pretty will go back.
4: Seb Chris will go back
3: to left center The beginning of the season the drop out.
4: I agree with you, mate. In the beginning of the season, I actually thought Harley was our um, first pick center, but Seb's ball carries are so strong. that. But, but I think Porks nailed it. I think if you, if you look at the weekend and, you know, you don't ever want to single out players, but um, I, I, I imagine James Schiller is probably also um, not proud of the way of some of his decisions and the way that he played and, and it's his first game in first yeah. grade on a 36 degree day and he's going to be better for it. And and he's been great in reserve grade, but there are some really strong outside backs playing in reserve grade. You know, Elijah Anderson's out for about four weeks, but he's been incredible. Semi was maybe their best player last weekend. So, Brad Moore, you know, Greg Morkos, is, playing Morkos a is a good player too. So I, I, um, I would think, you know, this weekend knowing who we're facing and, you know, you got Greg Marju on one wing, if James Schiller, plays half as good as he played last year Mm. which is lifting from last weekend uh, (coughs) then we're in a pretty good spot because you know the others have all done pretty well Papa White has been great um and I I feel like all of our forward packs pretty much dominated every other forward pack most of the season yeah
3: who's you got well you mentioned Jack Whiten before but I don't really I've I came to a realization on Sunday night that Jack is Jack and he's never going to be perfect you know, he's 30 years old now. He's not going to, he's always going to kick the ball out in the fall. He's always at times going to go for more of the rush of blood play than when you know, possibly just take the safe option of, of trying to roll the ball in the in goal or, you know, into the corner. Or I just accept that, that he's the way that he is. And, you know, so much, you get so much good out of him, but you've always got to accept a little bit of the bad. And he's not, he's never going to be that great game manager. You know, the guy that can slow down the he's got his one tempo which is fast up and aggressive and he can't really go away from that he's never going to be the guy um that can be like a Cameron Smith or a Jason Smith or someone else who can really slow the tempo down wind down the clock at the end of the game so I accept him the way he is and look you know it's probably like we said previously why he does well so well at origin and international level where he just plays his own game and he doesn't have to worry about managing a team you know
4: yeah. yeah but there's no you're right but there also is there's no other player in our team that consistently raises the level of everybody else in the team oh he definitely inspires the team and he's
3: definitely you know got yeah more talent than than anyone yeah but he's never going to be that great game manager and then that's maybe why we need you know fogarty to step up a bit more in those situations yeah, and, those and, crucial and, moments. and demand the ball a bit more whereas it seems like the ball's always going to jack whether he's demanding or whether the
4: the players are just deferring to him and just passing him. Even if it's where... just that, even if it's just that last 20 minutes of games or we just need the ball in Fogarty's hands where he's, he's kicking on the right foot, just kicking the corners and just, yeah. you know, clearly, clear we go to Jack's side, you know, maybe because we've got a little bit more um, punch down that side with Hudson Young. Uh, and then, you know, late in games if we've got a six point or four point or an eight point lead, we're not going to kick it, you know, and that the particular kick when Jack kicked it out on the fall that you're referring to, mate, he it was a different play. They had a they had like a runner that that ran to the line and then turned and gave Jack the ball. And he didn't have that much time, but but I know what you mean, like we're just we're, we're trying to ice games by playing percentage plays rather than ice games through skill and slowing it down. like we're yeah. we're deciding, okay, let's just run the ball into the corner, not kick it in case we give him a seven set, which, it tends to work out for us, but but when it doesn't, it's really noticeable. We you were know? lucky, though, in that game
3: because yeah. at the end there, that last set, we gave yeah Darks one more chance and they basically threw nothing at us. I yeah. thought they were going to be a lot more threatening. They pretty much just rucked it up for, you know, five tackles and then did a sort of a nothing chip through. Yeah, I think they were
0: so- gas. Look, I've got a bit of a pork Stradamas for you, gentlemen, going back to what you were saying earlier about the shifts. I think when Javier Savage comes back, sorry, ex Javier Savage comes back to the side, he won't be coming back at fullback at this stage. I think he'll be going onto a wing. No, no, no. No, yep. no. I love
4: you, pork, no. but yeah, this, if Blake this could is- edit that out, he would. Because he's one thing that I noticed in that game, and I was talking to Blake earlier today, for all of Chris has been great with his 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 strength under the high ball and and, and his carry backs, especially. Uh, kick returns have been inc- they were incredible on the weekend. Yeah, there was a couple of plays with a switch to the left where you need the fullback to be able to swing outside the 5 8. Oh, yeah, no, I don't disagree
0: with that. I'm just and, he, and he's
4: couldn't get there. He, he he's sucked right. on the Seb, wing. Seb, he sucked when he's gone on the wing. Seb so couldn't, Seb couldn't the get wing. there. That savage, the minute okay, Savage well, is fit, he's going to
0: fullback, Savage is not a lay down Mazaire for going back in
3: fullback when he's yes. Stick absolutely is absolutely he's he the is. first name on the team as soon as he's they'll bring him back a
4: week early because yeah, his speed first, creates that much of a first difference. name
3: um now hey, hey, hey it's it's
4: we have Shudamas, yeah. all right that's all i'm saying. <laughs> yeah no i just i just I, I noticed there was a there was a moment in that game where chris what w- wasn't quite where he needed to get and jack ripped him a new one got out from the play the ball and was like yelling at him and for all the amazing things that Chris did in that game just by locking up the back, which I know Ricky really, really, really loves. Um, Savage creates an X factor that we need, anyway. So,
3: we've been lucky enough to um have actually Adam O'Brien send in a piece to the show. Right.
6: Yeah. Uh, how are you going? Uh, it's Adam. Don't you know who I am, O'Brien? Newcastle Knights coach, Um, yeah I mean I don't really know why I'm doing this or who you YouTubers are but um, Danny Stewart's a mate of mine and he asked me to do this little segment so I just need you blokes to ensure this doesn't get any traction in the media or anything for what I'm about to say but Look, I don't really know what to say, but fuck me. I mean, what I will say is you blokes are kidding if you don't dust us up. Um, you know, we got half of your roster sitting on the sidelines, mate. You know, last week we had four blokes on the, boo on the bench. You know, that's unprecedented, um... Yeah, you know, we had some bloke called Ryan Rivet on the bench. Fuck me, I'd never heard of him until last Tuesday to be at about one o'clock and he rocked up the train and I thought, Who's this bro? Um, but we literally on the I didn't have a choice but to name him, we're running out of troops. Um, yeah, you know, I might have to name myself next week. Um But, I mean, they're always tight clashes against you blokes. I mean, last year you have had that game in Canberra with that arsey Hudson-Young try on full-time. I mean, fuck me. That was unbelievably arsey. And, you know, we should have beat you up in Newby as well um, with a better side for most of that game, but... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, we're running with Tyson Gamble in the halves, I mean, imagine relying on that bloke to win games of footy, you know, it's, fuck, it's a tough gig at the moment coaching these blokes, um, yeah, I mean, all the pressure's on your blokes. If you don't beat us by thirties, you're fucking kidding yourselves. To be honest. Um. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um. Despite my voice, I'm really looking forward to the game. I can't wait. I'm jumping out of my skin. It should be a cracker. And may the best team get the chalkies.
3: Well, does he see out the season, Adam O'Brien? No. Well, if see ever you heard somewhere. a man,
4: if ever you heard a man murder himself in a press conference, <laughs> it's it's Adam O'Brien. Does he see it's out Adam the season? O'Brien.
3: Interesting enough, I actually was on the greenhouse before and um, looked at some interesting stats relating to this game. Do you know of the last twelve home games Newcastle have had? They're one from twelve at home. I mean, if there ever was a ground that was a fortress, if there yeah. was a ground that had you know died in the wall. Red and blue supporters show up Mm, week in, week out, you know, screaming for their team. The Knights deserve more than one from 12 at home. I mean, what about those poor grandmas that are there every week?
2: Every week,
3: knitting their
0: jaws. They've got a fantastic, loyal fan base. They turn up every week. Um, Who doesn't have a loyal fan base is Lord Funkington.
2: G'day, everyone. Lord Funkington here, here for round four of the Raiders 2023 season. Finally, we've got two points in the bank after staggering across the line against an inept Cronulla. And this week, there is no room for bullshit at all as we take on yet again an undermanned Newcastle Knights. Now, they've got us before undermanned. Bradman Best is playing and he turns into Matt Allwood, one of the great centres when he plays the Canberra Raiders. Uh, so there's no room for any messing about this week with the team. Get it done early and keep Crushing them under your foot. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we ask for. That's all we want. That's all we demand as Raiders fans. Strong chance this week, though, that they'll be wearing that stupid white jersey. Um, let's see. It's uh, 0 for 2 this year, uh, the white jersey. So let's see how it goes. Uh, if it's not going to get a win this week, then it's never going to get a win. And we're going to have to start bringing up another hashtag about getting rid of that white jersey. Even though it looks nice, Just the res- if the results aren't there, it doesn't matter how good you look. Oh, dear. All right. We win this week, go 2-2, two and two, back, in, back in touch. What's annoying me is that if we'd won one of the games, one of those first two games, we'd, end, we'd be right on the outskirts of the top four, which, which is where we belong and probably where we'll end up. Um, it's just going to take us a bit longer to get there, that's all. Have faith, have confidence. Don't worry about all this other external bullshit you're hearing about how the team's in trouble and blah, 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 blah. It's get ticking along to where it needs to be and there's a million weeks left in the year. So... All eyes to Newcastle this weekend and a hefty win. Let's, if I was to put a number on it, I would say it would be the Raiders by 56. See everyone. And that's why he doesn't have a, Lord, a loyal fan, you know, fan
0: base, isn't that right, Blarko?
3: That's why on this shirt he's like, his name's down the bottom with Arnie Jake. Down <laughs> the bottom, down <laughs> the bottom. But um, my partner said, Why is your name on first? And I was like, Well, it's Blake and the pork. It's not pork and Blake and Heather. <laughs> time for the extended bench who's on the extended bench
0: and of course we do this uh, uh, segment for our great friends and sponsors down there at iron knob street fishwick behind the cock jerseys megastore if you can't find the jersey you're looking for there i mean seriously you need a better team seriously because they've got all the jerseys anyway get down there look the extended bench it's tough this week of course We've got the shoe man, Matt Frawley, in number 18. We've got Brad... Sch- Six hardwicks. We've got Brad Schneider in the 19. We've got Trey Mooney in the 20. We've got Sammy Vellame, the semi-trailer, in 21. And we've got Peter Holler in 22.
3: Is that um, Schneider's well, first
0: appearance on the extended bench for this year? Don't think so. I think he's had one other. Is he? Um, then
4: for them, he was great on the weekend, too, in reserve grade.
0: In the 18th jersey, they've got Dylan Lucas for the Kniggets. Who? Then in no. 19, they've got Adam Clune who we've seen who? before. Oh, Adam
4: Klug. Adam, Adam Klug. Mate, he should be in Super League. Come on.
0: Then we've got... Uh, Come on, Adam. Th- he's going to be the one now who comes in, replaces <laughs> someone and rips us a new one. You've just done that. That was on you, Matthew. Right, Thomas Kant... Kant. Uh, ...is in the... Excuse uh, me. ...is in the 20 jersey. <laughs> then you've got the very well-convencial Anari Tawala in the 21 jersey. And then in the 20s reserve grade. ...you've got Tyson Frizzell. Now, if there's going to be a smokescreen... It's going to be Tyson Frizzell coming the side for safety. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And that,
0: that's what's going to be. Look, based on that, uh, the comparison of the two, the Raiders win the extended bench quite easily.
4: Yes, I'm glad you said that, Pork. I'm proud of you. I,
5: I, would, I would have said that
4: now. But now it's time to rip in with Arnie J.
5: G'day, Raiders fans. Much happier this week after a win, but still plenty for us to work on. Timoko and Hopper, excellent at the back with some very tough runs coming out of our end. Horse has probably had his best game for us and looking fit as a fiddle. Sharp with his hands, elusive with the ball. Very exciting stuff. And hopefully we see more of the same in the coming weeks. Timoko try versus Moylan made me very happy, but also a bit frustrated as we should be seeing that five or six times a game build moves and plays so he can isolate defenders one-on-one. He is very hard to stop, and we've seen it quite a few times now. Um, Certainly in the back end of last year, he was able to do the same. We did have the Sharks on the rack at the 28-minute mark, well in front and a man in the bin, but we still didn't ice the game. So that does continue to concern me. Now on to this week. The Knights look very light on up front, so we want to get a roll on there. There should be plenty of opportunities in the middle and out wide. The Knights' defence this year has been suspect at best. The one thing I will say is we want to keep the kicks and the ball away from Lockie Miller at fullback. He has good hands, good vision and quick, so we need to watch him closely. He is their danger man. So a very simple game plan this week win the upfront battle and just keep rolling through them. I'm not sure if it'll be Raiders by 56, but we can rack up a big score if we play well. I will be at the ground on Sunday so hope to see plenty of Raiders fans cheering loudly and go you green machine.
0: And once more, if you see Arnie J in the wild, back off Across the
5: street. Walk get away. Off the street, yeah.
0: Get away from him. Don't try and interact with him. Don't try and do anything. Uh, when well, you're at safe distance, contact the
3: authorities. He said he's gonna be at the stadium on the what's it? It's not, is it called Marathon? What's it called
4: now? McDonald. Oh McDonald's. Well, it hasn't been called Marathon Stadium for ages, has it? No, it hasn't. No. Arnie J, is, 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 is he looks pleasant. Yeah. He seems like he's he's like uh the Oh well, well, we disagree. But when you go to Africa, you know, like you think, oh my god, the lion and the and the crocodile are the scary ones. But then you learn it's the hippo. The hippo. Yeah, The hippo kills all. We got a lot of Arnie Jay is the. Hippo. We
3: got a lot of feedback about Arnie Jay's column um, last week. I've got to say, I've never had so much feedback about Arnie Jay's column.
5: It was and, very uh,
3: controversial. Yes, and he was he was really uh, you could put him in one of the uh, the category of the people that um, ground your gears before. Really? Yeah. Yes, I could've. Yeah. I we haven't could've. what we haven't mentioned actually is the officials for the game. So no, refre- referee. Referee now. Yes. Now hopefully he gives us a break this time. He never and, will. And he's and he's not like gonna just like punish the Raiders just to get back at you, Tim. Because we do know will he does never, he has ever, a,
0: ever, ever give the Raiders a damn thing. He will give us nothing. If I there's think, a 50-50... It will go the other way. But if I think a that 525 for us, it will go the other
3: way. I think actually we did look at some stats um, in the wake of your comments, recent comments a couple of weeks ago, mm. to see what our win percentage was um, with Jerry Sutton, who is the referee we're talking about, Jerry Sutton. Um, he's the eldest of the Sutton brothers, is he? He is. Yeah, the eldest, the, Barrow, the, eldest, the eldest of the Sutton brothers. We had a look at what uh, the Raiders' win percentage was with um, Jerry Sutton as our ref and as our video ref. And look, it kind of mirrored our uh, overall win percentage, I think, of the Ricky Stewart era. So there's not really that much, um, you know, empirical evidence to suggest that he does.
4: Hate please, please. Stats can say whatever you want, Blake. I'm on pork side. I want you to go. To the
0: Look at the 2019 grand final. Watch Ben Cummins waving six again in the air. Yep. Take the angle from behind. The, the dead goal, goal line and watch Jerry Jim Sutton and what he does and then watch what Ben Cummins does in that yeah Just but didn't go, but, watch, but, but go didn't, watch it and so, tell me that Jerry Sutton is going to wasn't, ever give wasn't
3: Jerry Sutton getting the call right it wasn't the whole point that you know doesn't matter no. no no he wasn't getting the call right Ben Cummins
0: was getting the call wrong and then Jerry Sutton made him override a call, which is the most wrong thing you can do because you are absolutely not allowed once you do it, once you've done it. You've but then points, that's on Cummins. That's on Cummins. And
4: that is the goal. No, because the, the rule had already been heard. Like, if it's, if it's yeah. a bang-bang, that's different. If Jack listened and went, I'm going to play the ball, then you can't overrule yeah. it. Anyway. Let's it's...
3: let's move on from, from 2019. Anyway, and of course, never. we've
0: got our, my ass plan of the week in the bunker. Grant Atkins. I've, so... always Grant, I've
3: always thought Grant Atkins was pretty good. And, and you know, when I, looked, when I looked at him being the video referee, I didn't realise that he was the video referee against the Sharks. He was. But was. Yeah. And, and look, Casey Badger on one of my yeah, – yeah. probably
4: my favourite touch judge. Uh, who was the video referee against the Dolphins? Oh,
3: can't it, remember. It was Jerry no, Sutton, wasn't was it? That was Jerry Sutton. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Jerry. Yeah, that was the point. That's where yeah. this whole the pork versus Jerry Sutton beef – First, first of oh, May. Yeah,
0: no, no, Nick Kotrick, not bad.
4: Tom Gilbert, no try. Jerry, if you fuck us <laughs> this weekend, Jerry. Jerry, if you fuck us this weekend, I'm going to find out where you live, Jerry. You can't say that, Matthew. I, you, you, can't say that. Can. You, can't,
3: you can't say you can't, you that. Yes, he can. You no. can't say that.
0: He's all talk, Jerry. He's all talk. You can't, Jerry, you from... can't
4: dox Jerry Sutton. I'm no, going to find can't. out your favourite ice cream. I'm going to bring you an ice cream, Jerry.
0: Yeah, that's what you're going to do. All right, so... Yeah. We do, we do have reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part and 3. And we have talked about it a number of times in this. It's the defence. It's the last line of defence where we're holding on to our line at the moment. It has been the good news story of this season so far. We lost the first two matches, and I still it was good news then. It was even better news against the Sharks. The commitment dropped in. We did that sort of thing against the Knights. I think we're going to win the match. Um, I'm very happy
3: with it. That's my reason to be cheerful. Like it's look, it's, it's the defense, but also the defense comes from the attitude and the spirit and the, the attitude and the spirit we've seen it in three games. Now, the team never gives up. You know, I, I always look at, you know, the days of, of Matt Elliott and people were very critical of Matt Elliott and the squad that he had at the time, but they were always playing for the coach. They were always giving a hundred percent. You know, you had guys like Josh Miller, who I saw was on the sideline uh, mm-hmm. against the Sharks Yeah, guys like Josh Miller and and Troy Thompson and Alan Tung. And they weren't the most biggest, most skilled, brilliant players, but they always absolutely gave their best. And I see a lot of that in the current side as well. I just see guys that are just, you know, just absolutely committed to the cause and never say die and never give up. And it's, it's definitely a reason to be cheerful. It is. It is. Matthew, who have you got? What have you got?
4: Yeah, mine's kind of similar. It's tied in, I guess, with... Uh, not just the defensive efforts, but also the way that um, our back rows working together defensively. So, you know, we really had high hopes leading into last season with Elliot Whitehead going into 13, and then it didn't start that well, and who knows whether that was a conditioning thing or what. But this year, um, we've seen a new Elliot Whitehead. It started um, in the World Cup last year. He was incredible for England, and now he started out this year. And many of us wondered, you know, whoever saw him crying at the end of that, semi-final loss where potentially a couple of refereeing decisions maybe robbed them. Um, you know, I, I really did wonder whether Elliot would come back to the Raiders after losing such an important game to him and his family, whether he'd come back and he'd be able to commit um, and, you know, the end of a career. And he and really has, he's been arguably one of our most important players, maybe not one of our best, but certainly mm. I'm sure if you ask Ricky, Ricky would say one of our best. Oh, he's heart and soul. Heart and soul. Oh, dude, and what he does in the middle um, uh, in attack, but really in defence, allows for us to have Hadawita Naira playing on one edge for 80 minutes and Hudson Young. If you go back to last year, Hadawita Naira was a liability in defence. You know, we all wanted him in attack because he could do anything. But in defence, he he always had the hits, and he still does, but he leaked a lot. And, you know, um, my reason to be cheerful is the way that I guess um our edge defense has really started to work together. Yeah, we leaked some points on the weekend. We let in Ramy you and know, a Nicara score some tries, but we are a much more solid unit and if you're going to break us down uh, and come at us this weekend or next weekend, you're going to have to bring everything because this side is um is turning up for each other and and we should get behind them because no matter what they're going to they're going to bleed green and and so should we. So I'm I'm, I'm that's why I'm cheerful.
0: They're very cheerful. And look, and talking about coming up the matches, after this, we've got a four-day turnaround. Play this Penrith is the most Panthers. boring part of the show. Penrith Panthers, we've got a four-day turnaround. They've got a nine-day turnaround. We so can't you know,
3: have a four-day turnaround. The, the shortest turnaround. So we play is on five Sunday.
0: Days. Then you've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you play on the Friday. That's five so days. Day. That's, that's five that's days. That's five days.
3: That's the shortest you can have. You can't have a four-day turnaround. Right.
0: Whereas Penrith are playing a Thursday night this week. So some genius at Where do we play that NRL game? Where, we, where actually... do we play that
4: game? We play it here. Penrith won. Yeah, it's I... in Canberra. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a Heather Stradamus. Heather Stradamus, yeah. Raiders 20, Penrith 16. Right.
0: That'd be amazing. I'd be very happy with that. And then after that, we go away to the Broncos on Saturday, the 8th of April. Of course, you can get to Rugby League merch. And you can find all manner of raiders review with Blake and the pork merchandise include the t-shirts, the beanies. Uh, well, you can't get the
3: beanies of- from there. You can't get the, the beanies. Raiders by 56 beanie. Buy from landspeed.com.au. If you want to support the show, grab some merch. Um, the other thing you can do for us is, of course, is on whatever platform you're listening to this on, jump on, give us a rating, leave us a review. We've had a new iTunes review. Uh, it's from the GAMAC. Get forked. Five stars. Great content for Raiders fans. Good insight, some good laughs, and a big name celebrity guest. Oh, and big name celebrity guests. Well, one celebrity anyway. Well, sorry,
0: I have to correct that. There, I'm you, not actually, I've actually stepped back. Um, people may have noticed they are listening on the weekend that Sammy Williams now has my plastic chair for uh, for the grandstand call of the match. I, I I've, I've, you know, I'm on the extended bench now. But you know, get behind Sammy because. You know he's a great bloke. He's always been good to me, and he, he you know, he's doing a pretty good job. You know, he's out. Yeah. Speaking garage. of which, how,
4: how many checks? How many? How much money do we raise for the ruse? The rue we're going to cook. Oh, Clarke,
0: guy, yeah. guy completely yeah. nixed it and said we weren't allowed to do it. I didn't say we weren't allowed
3: to do it. I said it was on you. I said it was on you. I said, you. I said if
0: you were going to do it. <laughs> no, you said you wanted nothing to do with it because you didn't. Did it make raise the podcast last week? Yeah. but yourself because you're selfish, selfish your pig.
4: All right. So for everyone that chucks in a dollar or ten dollars. Paul's going to chuck in a thousand. A thousand. I'll, I'll chuck <laughs> a in a thousand like Zimbabwe in cents. What, what do we need to get? We need to get 600 bucks to Four, so uh, sponsor bucks, a 400 room. bucks. When's the season When's start?
3: start? Hey? It's started.
4: It, started. No, it hasn't started yet. Hasn't yeah,
0: it? It's just about to start. Anyway, anyway, I believe, uh, Black A, uh, we got a listener of the week.
3: We do. So before we go, got a listener of the week. It's a celebrity listener. Is that right? None other than Glenn, um, the brick with eyes, Lazarus himself. No, the brick doesn't listen to
0: "Raise the View" with Blake and the Pork.
3: Well, Surely that's what you think, but have a listen to this.
2: There is something in the in the game. Uh, if there's an action by the players that grinds my gears. Um, I don't know who I've stolen that from. Grind my gears, or something. It was, it was a TV shows. There you go.
3: There. You, I got some other. I got. I got some other segment ideas for 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 the brick. Brick on the Burst. Yeah, this- brick on the Burst. Yeah, that sounds good. Brick's Jajamas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Brick R- Clown of the Week. You know, of reasons the- to be a brick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's a few podcasts that steal a few ideas of ours. Just saying. Just saying, right? I'm Ripping sure it's go. a
3: coincidence. I'm sure it's a coincidence.
0: Ripping in with the brick. <laughs> brick of the Week. Right?
4: Ra- Raiders by the Brick. Yeah, Danny Brick. <laughs>
0: It'll be fantastic. Everyone, it'll be fantastic. Anyway, you have been Ra- listening Raiders to...
4: by Brick and the Six.
5: <laughs>
0: you have been listening well, right. to Raiders of Review with Blake and the Pork. Um, I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. I'm okay. Heather. Nice. And we'll talk to you again soon.
5: Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.